0: yeah anime of the year time we can talk about that um so you know we we went over this we got a bunch of uh write-ins which i'm really glad that Mm -hmm. we got um for uh you know figuring out uh all of our different categories we'll sort of run through them one by one i figure that's what we usually do like just do everyone's for one category move on to the next one uh so on and so forth um But I will do a quick rundown of every single category really Mm -hmm. quick. So we have best OP, best ED, best OST, most baffling anime, best visuals, best assigned show or movie, most surprising, most disappointing, best character, character you want to fling to the sun slash worst character biggest what the sweet hell moment of the year (laughs) tightest shit on the back burner quickest drop overlooked favorite anime and worst blight on the year (laughs) um still really happy with that last category name and also what sweet hell moment (laughs) uh real classics um so we'll get started with best op um let's see what sort of rotation do i want to do here how about i'll just do it alphabetically or i'll just do it by the uh, discord how about that our discord uh lineup lv
1: sure what did
0: you put down here for best op
1: I loved uh Mysterious uh which is the OP for Raven of the Inner Palace by Queen <laughs> yeah.
0: D. Yeah. <laughs> it's Thea. Mysteria. So awesome.
1: yes, I love it. Avu-chan's voice is uh wonderful. Um and again I remember Maverick, you know we're hyping up about the film Oh, which is some, which is a movie I wish to watch too for certain if you know if we want to talk about movies as well briefly but uh love that song. Very good song.
0: It was very good. I do remember it. It was one of the, the most distinctive parts of that show. I yes. think in the end, fundamentally, I think we're gonna like,
1: go into that as we go down the line. <laughs>
0: yeah, um, John, how about you?
2: Mine is uh, the the easy, the the kind of cop out answer, but it's still fucking true. Uh, kickback from Chainsaw Man, absolutely OP of the year. Like the animation is iconic. Mm-hmm. The song is super good. Like all the all the dumb not not even dumb just like all the weird ass movie references like they have a fucking reference to like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes in there like what the fuck it's crazy it's good though I love it um I mean I, I'm I, I, I could also I also want to shout out Mob uh, Psycho th- uh, 100 th- third seasons um that's that's also just an incredible song. Um, as, as always, like anytime they use the, the, the choir, it's, it's fucking insane and great. And yeah, I mean, it's a close second for sure, but Kickback was just, you know, like I, I think about that song all the fucking time. I think about like just shots from that OP it's very all the cool. time.
0: Yeah. It's very, very cool. Um, uh, Maverick, how about you?
3: Uh, you know, th- there's a lot of talk. People's all the time be asking me. You know, Maverick, what would you think is the OP that like sticks out a lot? And there's only one opening this year that literally, when it got shared, made multiple people realize, like, oh, this is a show I ought to watch. And I would say boosted its popularity severely. And that's Chicky Chicky Bon Bon. The Yo Boy Kong Ming OP makes like 75% of that show. And it's still like a very fine show, all things considered, but as soon as that dropped, it was like, oh, I gotta watch this. Mm-hmm. Like, I gotta learn how to access uh, the cat site
0: in order to download these episodes. You know, uh, I agree with you completely, because I also put that. Uh, hey. I think it's hard to beat that. Uh, it is, like John said, with Kickback, the animation and everything, the animation for this is f- fantastic. The fucking dancing that yeah, they little are doing is etched into my mind forever probably super Um, good super good it immediately sets a tone that even if the series doesn't like keep up with all the way it's still like for those first few episodes like really does crush it like you're just like this is a good time we are going to Mm -hmm. have a good time Mm -hmm. Uh, and
3: then quickly uh, i just have some runner-ups that are uh yeah sure bogey opening really solid kickback is definitely up there the uh Call of the Night opening I really enjoyed it does a really good thing where the lyrics are just like naturally included in the um, animation and so it's a nice little like touch Uh, Dance Dance Stensor had a really fun ending and I just like Mappa doing really tight shit with a Yuki song it harkens back to like the first project they had to do with Kids on the Slope and uh, the Arise opening was fun
0: yeah. The Earthly Asura opening is very good. I had almost forgotten that. I, it mm-hmm. would not be Kongming for me anyway, but it is very good. Yeah. It, it sets a tone for what it wants to do this
3: time around, which I think is very... It's daunting
0: to do when you're like, competition is Lum's love song. Yeah. I I just... I I I really like what they did with the uh the the fucking Tinder selfies or whatever of just the location constantly updating to be closer. I think that's like that's such a like smart thing to do for an opening for that series, I think when you're making it in the modern day. Uh just a good bit. Um But yeah, um, I don't, so John, do you want to read the ones written in for us? Uh, I didn't know if you wanted to, since I usually default to you for anything written in as our uh, little announcement. You know
2: I like to, thank you. Yeah, All right. go for it then. All right. so let's see here, uh, some of these folks sent it in through the Tumblr, some folks sent these in through, uh, just sending it to us on Discord, some people replied to us on Twitter, we got all kinds of stuff. So we're going to refer to you just as like the name that you are on like where you sent it basically. Um so apologies for any confusion, but here we go. So, uh, Daltem said Bochi. You know, yeah, we also a very very good OP. I've been wa- I I started watching Bochi recently and yeah, OP's really good, ED's also really good. Um James Tar says your boy Kongming and just said uh, said of that their comment was just umfi time and they're damn fucking right that is like the, <laughs> so the, true. that is just like the oomfy, uh the Umfi dance for sure those um, gifts are iconic to me they yeah, are <laughs> uh, and a s- same answer from at lv elvier minion level leveler so
4: minion LV? maybe leveler
0: minion maybe that's what it's like. mm-hmm. I think like elvermilion
4: oh or lords at, of yeah.
0: verminion yeah. They love they love the Final Fantasy minigame. I'm uh-huh. getting it now. Okay, yes, okay. Yep. I saw them on Twitter. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes. okay,
2: okay. Uh, Station complex from Bochi. from uh, Super Garbage Bunny slash Romy. Um, yeah, yeah, again. Um, at Anime Club Cutie said Gundam the Witch from Mercury, which
0: you know, yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah.
2: And uh Natalie says uh joint first place to Kongming and Endless Love. What, what was Endless Love on?
0: <laughs> endless Love is the uh fake Common Rider opening from Pop Team Epic season two. Okay. They filmed the whole fake common yeah. rider opening. Yeah. That's pretty good. Okay.
2: hmm And uh oh, real quick, I will I will get in front of Best E D to just say we also had just a few like miscellaneous answers here yeah sure so uh at beam poster did just say i would like to submit a kibo made war to all positive categories which i guess would include <laughs> best op so there you go and then it's a good um,
3: one it's a really good one
2: yeah and then Ashlit new just says uh I have to nominate The Executioner and Her Way of Life for something. It's refreshing how openly it wears its trashy, chuny gayness on its sleeve. It's extremely all-in on its slow-burn romance and high concept silliness. Also, a ripped sword princess blows up a building.
0: It was pretty good.
3: Yeah, Yeah, it's got a uh, millet song, which really is just like... uh, Sticks the tone that it's going for.
4: Mm Mm-hmm. All right.
0: So, proceed, All right. All right, so next up we have Best E.D. LV, what do you have?
1: Yeah, um, so speaking of endless love, but also not speaking of endless love, the pop team epic Uh, ending song, Nakoyo Peace, which I also called the finger song because I didn't know what the actual title was (laughs) at first. But it's very good. (laughs) It it just also, whenever it hits in the middle of a gag... It's, it's very really funny. Good. Yeah, just oh god. Yeah, very the good fucking song.
0: ASMR one where they're pretending to do ASMR and then she just does a record it on a recorder. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. That's th- and I died at that one because I. You're, are you talking about the parody of first? Take? Oh, that's the called- sound. Yeah, that's yeah.
0: first take. I'm sorry. Yeah, yes, yeah. It's yes, a parody yes, yes, yes. of the YouTube
1: channel First Take, which um, if no one's familiar with that. um it is a YouTube channel where they have all sorts of Japanese singers. A lot of them actually pretty well-known singers, and you have some indie artists mixed in. Yeah, just come in and to record and do like a studio session of like a popular single they have, or again if they're mm-hmm. not known, just whatever song. Um, and it's awesome. It's awesome just to hear like a live song, or, you know, song or rendition of you know a big single. You know, so that's what that YouTube channel is. I subscribe to it, and I just died <laughs> because I recognized it immediately. But yeah, it was very good. Um, yeah. Very good ED. Poppin'. Poppin', boppin'. What have you.
0: In general, a very good soundtrack, (laughs) I would say, for that series. Yeah. (laughs) Alright. John, how about you? So my
2: answer... uh, So I'll be honest here. uh, My answer is more leaning towards the visuals than the song. Like, the song was good. Don't get it twisted. But when Kaguya Season 3 ended with, like, Starship Troopers. That was just off the goop <laughs> hilarious. It is pretty off the goop. It's so good. And I mean, I'll even also just give a shout out to uh also from Kaguya the 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 rap ending too was also really good. So, oh, that one was great. Yeah, like I would just say like just all, all the the endings from Kaguya definitely just just a
0: fun a fun time this year. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Maverick, how about you? Uh, Similarly to this
3: case, it's like... The show is made by its opening and ending, so Kibun Jojo just showing up, like, unprompted for uh, Kongming, was like, of course it's this. It's the only thing that this could be. And it, like, getting the additional, like, um, upgrades per the episode, where it's like, oh, Kabataiji is now, like... Doing his verse. Oh, now we have both singers on by the end of it. And, like, it's so full by the ending. Like, really knocked it out of the park. But that said, like... This is the year that actually gave me a lot of, like, favorite endings, surprisingly. Like, I barely think about them sometimes. But, like... Every Bochy ending was phenomenal. It still rocks that the last episode is just... Bochi's uh, Seiyu doing a cover of an Asian Kung Fu Generation song. Like, it just brings the entire show full circle. Hartoa Oteage, the uh, Kaguya ED, also phenomenal. Um, the Maid Wars ending is fantastic. Again, just committing to the bit and, like, saying, okay, if we're doing a full-up Yakuza movie send-up, let's take our... Like, VA with, like, the lowest voice. We're going to have them do a, like, uh, an Enka, like, a Sorrowful Ballad. But the whole hook is going to be, like, I come in every day for my Moe Moe kyun, <laughs> And that's, <laughs> like, but you just, it like, it's so leaning into its whole aesthetic. And Call of the Night, I just appreciate the fact that they got the guys who sang the song that inspired the manga to make that the ending, yeah and it's a good ending it's a really good ending it's just like a nice little bow on a very self-indulgent show but also one that just like it's so much fun to get through Um, I did also decide that because of the enormity of it I do have two separate sections Uh, one of these is for best single episode ending and that is my nonfiction. like it rules that great song great character uh, song but also, just one person storyboarded all of that. They animated that. And that yeah. is nuts. Mm-hmm.
0: It, that's what I was thinking when John was talking about it. Like, that's... For what it is, also, like, insane. It's just insane.
3: Yeah, and, and like, I, I just love that, you know, it's such a... It's a show that's really been, like... I don't know, like, sort of like a dark horse. In the way that, like, it presents a lot of its things. And it just rules that... They said, fuck it, go off for, like, this one episode. We've been going off already for, like, everything yeah. else in it. Um, but, no, there were a few, like, shows that did have that, like, oh, here's a special one for what we're going to do here. Um, I do also have my definitive ranking of the Chainsaw Man openings. All right. <laughs> so, for me, uh, the ranking is uh, the third opening, number one. Uh, then you have the 4th opening, 7th opening, 5th opening, 10th opening, the rest of them. It is a shame <laughs> that the Vondi opening was just the Stark credits for the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that would be the uh, Maximum the Hormone opening, followed by the one made by the um, person who animated Piplup Step. Followed by the TV one that also includes the end bit with like the barf. Uh, <laughs> after that do I remember what opening 5 was it was the um, introduction of the Eternity Devil that has like the film reference of like um the horse running like I think that's another neat little like knot nah to all of the themes and stuff that's going to come up later in the show uh, 10 was Dog World or mm-hmm. like the one where it's like Denji with all the dogs and like I like the style there and then the other ones were all fine
0: I'm. I really want more. Uh, more of that. I, I loved it when Doro Hidoro did the multi-ending stuff. Mm-hmm. So I hope Mappa does it in their next thing that they're doing.
1: It. Yeah. It's such a great opportunity to do something different. Um, yeah. When meanwhile you have to have a consistent language, a visual language, not necessarily style, but a consistent language going on in the series, and it's like a great opportunity for, perhaps even like folks Outside the studio, or even kind of similar to like what a lot of animation studios do here in the US, too. Where, like, oh, yeah, once in a while, there's like a pet project that the animators can yeah. take a break and just do something fun and experimental and more unique and personal compared to their day to day work of working on a series, you know?
0: And even from the angle of like, I, I've always been, I've always loved the concept of character songs that mm-hmm. a lot of uh, Japanese yes, works that, do. Yes, uh, I feel yeah. like. It's a great way to do that.
1: I, I, I think that's something that needs to come back. Like, yeah, I, it's. I, awesome. I'm sure it's been around, but it's like exclusive to certain things, like it's you know, like radio games. Dra- <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, like radio dramas, oh, like you know, these one off theater adaptations. You know, but like, I, yeah, just come. I, wa- I, wa- I want, I want, I it. I want Sayu to come back and do their own version of a theme song. You know, what I mean, yeah. that's fun to listen to. The, well, that, <laughs>
0: fucking Monogatari openings, like yeah. everyone loves them for a reason. You know, that's. <laughs> a- um, but my my best E D was uh Machikado Mizoku season two ending, uh mainly for the visuals because it's the uh chibi extrapolated style that they use for some stuff in that show. Uh but it's just a good ending. It was just such a good vibe every week because it's it has the chaos of the show, but it's also just cute and nice. Uh and that was a great anime to watch week to week and be like, Yeah, here we fucking go, they're gonna do all the insane shit in the ending. It's good. Um. Alright, John. What else? What do we have from The People? The People have said...
2: Daltem has said... My dress-up darling for best ED. Mostly for the art style. I agree, though. Fucking... That, that was adorable. Good. That was adorable. It's great. Yeah. Great shout-out there. Um. James Tarr says... Chainsaw Man's 11th ending. Uh comment my most replayed ed i just think the song and visuals go very well together um romi said uh monster disco from digimon ghost game which yeah that was that's a good ending and then natalie says the first ed from hunter hunter
0: 2011 <laughs> sure uh, i don't know if you've ever heard that but it's a very demented <laughs> <laughs> They got a Screamo band for some reason. (laughs) Sure. Fuck it. That's awesome. And it's, I highly recommend looking it up if you've never seen it. It's, it's an experience. Uh, but all right, let's move right along to our last audio category here. Uh, best OST. Mm -hmm. Um, just encompasses, you know, the, the insert music as it were, you know, the stuff that's just playing as you watch the show. So, uh, LV, what did you put down?
1: So I have two answers here because I know one of them is absolutely a cop-out because it is a musical series. And Healer Girl absolutely does have excellent music in it Uh, (laughs) from start to finish despite my own uh, personal mixed feelings about the show and just how it kind of like, you know, it's weird trajectory. But hands down, you know, despite the fact that I do not like some songs, every song is very good. The vocalization... and the songs are very good it's just a yeah there's just it, it has beautiful music but in terms of like a more accurate i guess expectation of what one means by a soundtrack um i mean it is a soundtrack you know musical does it but like i would say licorice recoil has a very good soundtrack um yeah, from, sure. from its op to ed and then i think its insert songs are very fun and poppy you know bubblegummy if you will um very video game-esque uh you know there's something about it where like a lot a lot of the motifs in it just feel like nice driving cruising songs <laughs> like you know it gets their adrenaline rush going which is very uh fitting for an action-packed series like that
4: fair yeah. enough
0: john how about you
2: maybe a weird answer but i chose spy family Oh, yeah, right. I agree.
0: The the first one, yeah? Of, or just in general. Or the
2: like, second one. Uh, in
0: general. Like, okay,
2: just... Yeah. A, oh, I'm I sorry, just, I'm
0: sorry. This OST, I'm just caught on ending. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good soundtrack, yeah. Um.
2: Yeah, just, like, cute little, like, spy themes, and, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's... You know, I don't think it's anything that I would listen to, like, outside of watching the show, but it's cute and fun. I liked it.
4: Yeah.
0: It's very good for the... Like, I for my complaints about like the bump of chicken opening right for for part two <laughs> it's like yeah. the, the the actual soundtrack was still consistently like reflecting mm-hmm. the vibe of the actual show when absolutely you're it. Yes. like they have right. the goofy jazz and like 50s right. stuff but mm-hmm.
1: you know you're talking about character themes and it's a it, it, it has a soundtrack that does that very well
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: like there's certain tunes that were assigned to certain characters and i think it, it does a very good job of making that obvious
0: maverick how about you
3: uh, for me, I would say probably uh, the Bochy the Rock soundtrack overall. Like One, it's the fact that it is like a lot of original songs, and so those are technically counted there, but also the incidental music is just really nice and like captures a lot of that slice-of-life comedic aspect that the show goes for. My runner-up would probably be Call of the Night. It's very atmospheric and the song that, like, Creepy Nuts uh, puts into the soundtrack for sort of, like, those moments where it's just uh, Nasna and uh, the kid. <laughs> Lo- love to remember names here. But no, uh, it's like uh, the two of them just sort of, like, going through the night. It really just, like, was a nice capstone on the experience. Uh, alongside that, you know, I forgot that the EuroCamp movie did come out this year, so
0: also a solid OST. So for me, there were a couple I threw around, like, as I said earlier, I like Pop Team Epic's soundtrack a lot. It was really good this time around. They got a lot of really good, like, Shining Shoulder is, like, (laughs) enough to warrant it, (laughs) I feel like. But I did end up going with Bochi, just because they got the fucking, uh, the, the... the, some people from Tricot, a band I really like, oh, yeah, to, do, yeah, to do some music for Bochi. And you mm-hmm. can super tell. And it's also great. It's really good. It, uh, It's just it's a good soundtrack. And you'd hope so, because you'd hope a music show would have a good soundtrack.
4: <laughs> uh,
0: and I was glad that it had that. Because uh, to contrast, like, you know, like Kong Ming, one of my problems was, like, they don't do enough with the music and the actual show itself to make you convinced that it's like, this is amazing music, you know? hmm Uh especially when the opening is actually amazing <laughs> music. <laughs> uh but yeah, uh, but but Bochi is probably what I'm I ended up on just because yeah, they they got musicians I really like. Uh so John, how about these write ins? Alright, so
2: Daltem, Beam Poster, and Romy all said bochi. So Fair enough. You know, Bochi is pretty much the people's winner here mm-hmm. um james tar voted for birdie wing uh when the saxophone kicks in ooh boy
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, and they're right they're right and uh penis life penis life
0: uh and natalie <laughs> says pop team epic season two again shining shoulder was like really good mm-hmm. it was something i hadn't you know i don't if you you should look that one up too from uh, Pop Team Epic. I highly recommend it. Very good. Alright, cool. Uh then that means we are on to do 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 do, do. best visuals. Uh assuming just mean generally, you know the,
1: the how the show
0: looks. Uh LV, what did you put down?
1: Yes, this one was a very quick go-to for me, but we had very strong visuals in our last season of the year. Um, However, um, and it's weird because it's not. It was technically not a conventional series. How, uh, however, I am going with the girl from the other side OVA adaptation. That's it. I don't want really to have much. I that was
0: last year. No, it's gorgeous. It. <laughs> yes. I really had. I. Hmm. Hmm. It is really impressive. They like really capture the storybook feel of it all. Like, right? So good. It's 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 astounding to see it in motion. Really, Mm -hmm. like it's such a labor of love. It's incredible.
1: Yeah, I. I, And and to do that kind of style is is very. um, I immediately think of like a a more recent. I mean, not recent, but like a, a Western film, Ernest and Celestine was a big one It was a French animated film and very cute children's book. Like, you know, to do that sort of style is not like technically hard, but to do it well in a way that isn't overstimulating because you have this kind of like squiggle vision effect, kind of like Ed, Ed, and Eddie going on where it doesn't look awful um, to convey that well, especially with like rich color like that is, uh, is what's difficult, not necessarily the technique itself, which certainly because of digital software, you can certainly, uh, you know, do, make it more efficient but like yeah I, but yeah it, 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 it's the fact to that i think it's an excellent translation of what the manga art style is uh, Yeah, it, it does it very perfectly i think and the I think billowing
0: smoke of everything yes, is like yes, so, yes. so so good yes, so yes. so good yeah it's fantastic uh john
2: how about you uh again kind of feel like it's a little bit of a cop out here but fuck it i loved this show so much it's mob baby mob CD. yeah I mean I think yes. that's more
0: than fair they're kind of like the premiere <laughs> like yeah like how do you not say that it
2: was fucking gorgeous and like I just think about because I actually like went through and looked at the manga um the manga sections as it was going through especially because like I was I was like how are they they, they, they made a whole season out of like like I think less than ten chapters. Or something like that um so i wanted to see like how they did that and uh they did it by adding a bunch of really cool fights and shit (laughs) like you know like there's a part where like superpower dimple fights a bunch of like uh the 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 giant broccolis like uh like leftovers and yeah they add like there was they didn't show the fight in the manga because you know they didn't really have to it was just this like you know, it was all just Mob didn't really know what was going on. He was knocked out, so you know, y- you, the viewer, are kind of just left to also be like Mob, just kind of accept what what you're, what you see, and you know, have it be filled in by your imagination. But Bones just went, actually, hey, what if we did animate it and it was like the tightest fucking fight ever, and it was just <laughs> super cool, and oh my god, and just so much of that show is just gorgeous and fun to look at. And like I just think about how lovingly all the characters are animated to like God. Like I think about, I know I know this is probably a little weird, but I just think about how happy Mob looked at the end of the show. Like his laughter, his genuine laughter, being surrounded by all of his friends, and it just it makes my heart well up. And like it oh, was it anim- got me. It- yeah, <laughs> and it was animated so well. So. Yeah, lovely, lovely show, and the animation absolutely helped, for sure. And hey, guess what? Them taking their time and then releasing it after it was done, that sure helped it be as good as it was. So,
0: yeah, you know, folks. <laughs> I'm very looking forward to seeing it myself. Mm. I I have it on my list for this season to watch it. Damn, for sure. Or at least watch season two,
2: yeah.
3: at
0: least. <laughs> um... Maverick, how about
3: you? Uh, For me, I kind of just settled down into, like, what was the show that I can, like, immediately remember, like, the styling of? And it's got to be Do It Yourself. I mean, it's, like, ultimately, I don't think it was the most uh, out there show for me. But at the same time, it constantly felt like such, like, a nice presence. Like, whenever I had to sit down to watch it in the middle of everything else going on, it was just, like... Ah, oh, nice, I can just sit here and listen to Jobco talk about whatever, uh, Catgirl's gonna do the Catgirl stuff, uh, like, I, I, not necessarily turn my brain off, but it was just, like, a nice little, like, easing into the experience, and the animation style really just helped, like, convey that, and I'm glad that Pi and Jim really, like, went to that direction, in terms of, like, doing its show this way. Uh, second to that, I would probably say, is Bochy, because of the use of mixed media and the way that it really just, like, presented all of these different pieces in order to, like, present the audio aspects of its show as well. The um concert at Sick Hack I think, was a really nice performance, and it really just, like really provided a example of like, oh, what do these characters think about the music? Which one is already good on its own, but then you have that like next step from the perspective of an aspiring musician, and that just really sold the entire experience, among other moments, honestly. Uh, They referenced uh, that Japanese Undertale thing, and that rocks. (laughs) (laughs) And I have not seen Yano 2
0: so i cannot make <laughs> a statement on it <laughs> i'll say in general the the visuals they were doing for all, that entire season uh, insanely impressive work for like everything in pop team epic season 2 like i there was, the the cgi didn't like they were able to integrate CGI with 2D. Like I wouldn't say it's Studio Orange levels, but it was still really good. Mm-hmm. Um, is that all you got then? Oh yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, then, uh, I, I I, I, I mean, yeah, I will say. I mean, I will. also just say to like follow follow you up, Maverick. Yeah, like uh, DIY was honestly like my my second choice here for sure. Like that, I I thought that show was okay, but the visuals may have me keep keep watching
0: it. It's it's impressive that a series of that caliber had that those visuals. You know, like mm-hmm. that's that's what's impressive to me. Like usually you you think the cute girls doing cute things things, and you think like at best you're gonna get a Eurocamp, right? Yeah, like. And that's, like, not even a, like, insanely well-animated show or anything, but they went for a style. It's really nice.
2: Yeah. I mean, I still do very much like Eurocamp Camp more, but... Yeah. Yeah, it's still fine. It's still good.
0: But just, like, stylistically, yeah. 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 Uh... So, for my, uh, best visuals, I put Call of the Night. Okay. Um... I yep. was fast i I loved how that series looked. I could not believe like everything just looks so good. It looks so so good like the colors everywhere are the sky alone. I think like if you just wanted to point to one thing in the show that looks amazing, the night sky that they use consistently, it just looks beautiful like they capture a vibe with what they were doing and I haven't finished that show or anything, but it, that is like my number one thing that I took away from it. Like it was so gorgeous to look at. Just-
3: I need anime height beasts to like cling into Call of the Night.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was very. It was very good. Very good. Um. Yeah, John, if you want to read the uh, thingies I realize I think I just went out of order Oh no, I didn't go out of order Okay, You cool, didn't, cool, you cool. didn't Okay, so best visuals, let's see here uh, James Tarr
2: also says Mob Psycho 3 What can you do? I mean, yeah, you're right And then uh, Beam Poster and Romy both said bochi. And Daltem said Do It Yourself Fair enough Yeah, I mean, like, I, I would say that Like, on the whole, bochi you know isn't like extravagant throughout but there is always like at least one moment per episode where they just went all out on something
0: yeah especially as it kept going i think yes yes, also
4: yeah
0: Yeah. all right uh so next up is most baffling anime i believe um okay just insane program to view Mm -hmm. yes um LV, what do you have for most baffling
1: <laughs> for me again uh my interpretation of this does not mean it's a bad show it is just the yeah, concept just... is insane and this yeah, is a show boggling. i mentioned once throughout our talks of the year and never mentioned it again because i still don't know what to think about it and it is the human crazy university which is the show <laughs> about a yes which is the show about a guy who is about to get executed and then he gets sucked into this Rick and Morty-ass character to be experimented on. I don't know what else to say about that. It is an absurd, crazy concept. I, and very disturbing it. I would not recommend it to anyone. I still don't know what to think about it. Uh, <laughs> but it's also how it's presented in this just still comic panel style with just voice acting over it. So mm-hmm. everything about it is very strange, and I'm not sure why it was made.
0: Um. <laughs> <laughs> how about you,
2: John? so i'm gonna cheat a little bit and i'm gonna pick one of the shows that we watched for the assignments okay Uh, that's fair enough Ooh, crossover yeah (laughs) and my answer is of course hell girl because (laughs) what the fuck was going on in that show (laughs) y'all i don't know i
1: can't even tell you i I could not tell
2: you And yeah, this is absolutely one. She was one cooking. Of, I don't know. Yeah, this cooking. is absolutely one of those like not roasting. necessarily negative because I mean, like you know, early on I would maybe say it in a negative context, but just as time oh, yeah. went on and that show got dumber and dumber, it's just like, all right, this yeah, this is just yeah, sure. it's <laughs> baffling. <laughs>
0: yeah. John, <laughs> what? Well, why did the parrot talk? Why did the parrot talk? <laughs> why did the parrot talk? what were they cooking (laughs) doesn't matter the old man is dabbing (laughs) (laughs)
3: Uh, maverick how about you (laughs) for me honestly the most baffling show that i watched to its entirety this year was fanfare of adolescence and oh yeah oh oh right i remember i think you talked about that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sports anime kind of about being a horse yeah. jockey where the main <laughs> yes. character oh, an
1: insane oh show. that is an
3: insane show it's yeah
1: a fucking, a fucking what was doc something I... no 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 no.
3: main character who is a former singer of the group Before, Mr. Doctor, yeah. yeah who is one of three main characters or two Next to a kid that yes. has like horse powers and the ability to understand horses, mm-hmm. and then a horse guy listener. from America who like just spoke English but not in an endearing there's way. There's the like girl Jocko. who's just a girl. Her whole bit is I'm a woman entering the <laughs> world of
1: jockeying,
4: and, that's it? and they do nothing that, with it. I,
1: I forgot oh. about that show, and now that you brought it up, that would be definitely my second pick. It is an insane <laughs> show. They try to do but, Survivor with horses, and I it just set out weirder.
3: The kid who's like, man, I'm kinda normal, I'm kinda average. And then like by like the midpoint of the second half, he's like, I'm an asshole now. But then he's and then like, he eh. became
1: serious for no reason, and it's someone's coping with a horse death, and it's just what the fuck's going on?
3: It's all over the place, and it did not end in any like earned no. situation.
0: <laughs> God, it was wild. It... <laughs> Um, so for me, it was uh, uh, Futo Pi, the Common Rider double anime. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if the, you remember everything I said the about woman
1: it. Who, the woman who the horny, just absurdly horny, yeah. straight for no reason. We're uh, gonna be talking uh, about the Kamen
0: Daita. It is the woman
1: like, tiddly bouncing. Her yeah, tiddly everywhere. I, that show
0: we're gonna be talking about Julka. Easy. <laughs> It should have been easy. You just hear Cyclone Joker and you would be like, yeah, let's fucking go. And instead it was like, you hear that sometimes and the rest of the time it's like, my boobs. And it's like, what? what Do you is- find it amusing, butthead, that we'll be talking about maximum drive? <laughs> that would be better. <laughs> I wish they were talking about that more. <laughs> instead it's, we're going to be talking about the pussy. Yeah, like literally, like extremely, like she's always taking her pants off. She's always, uh, uh bad show. It was, it was sad because I think it has some, it, it, the novelty of seeing common Rider fights in the anime format where they're not constrained by a theoretical budget or realism, you know, mm-hmm. is a fun idea. And it's just like, they decided to just waste time with it.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Alright,
0: um the answers. Yeah,
2: Alright, so uh to, to follow up from you, Rose, uh Natalie also says, um, it's a fault of the manga more than the anime anyway, but all the same, Futo PI was baffling because of the horny hetero stuff is so not on Common Rider's wavelength, with everything else about the show is completely on the right.
0: Sure. Yeah, it's like I I don't like. It's not even just the heterosexual angle or anything, but it's weird to take like I would argue perhaps the gayest common writer, where two men combine into one man, <laughs> uh, and then add a girlfriend for one of the men. Mm-hmm. Very strange decision. And uh, James
2: Tar says, Yatsura." Comment. I'll be real. I don't get it with this one. I don't think I ever will. Blum is cool though, <laughs> and the film Beautiful Dreamer owns. I mean, I kind of agree. Like, I yeah, I I really really like Beautiful Dreamer, but like, yeah, watch Watching this, I was like, I get why people like. I mean, I, I'm I'm less baffled and more just like I don't I don't think this is my speed. I get it, but eh, you know,
0: I yeah, I, I it surprises me how like uh, widespread its influences, even if like I personally like it. It's mm-hmm. like. I'm like more surprised that it it was so big, but yeah. I mean it's set up it's set up a lot of uh, tropes and character types, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, so next up we have best assigned show slash movie. Okay, Elvi, what did you pick?
1: Um, I would have to say Thunderbolt Fantasy.
0: Hell okay. yeah! Yeah.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah! I'm
0: gonna get ahead of the curve and say me too, me too. <laughs> I'm with you,
1: twinsies. Okay. <laughs> I was so happy to
0: see that show for the yes, first time. It, very it good. just it's very good. Popped off. <laughs> How about you, John? So my pick is
2: absolutely, and I know it's kind of cheating because it was one of my picks, but Big O, baby. <laughs> I not fair enough fucking loved it i'm so glad that i was able to like give myself an excuse to watch it and i ate it up and i just loved it i mean i know that like like i don't know a part of it was just me being like oh i remember batman the animated series when i was a youth but then i just watched this and i was like no this is just sick as fuck and it's good it's cool it's just a cool show and so i really dug it and i'm really happy that we watched it because yeah big O rules it was great.
0: How about you, Mav?
3: Uh, I've got a few that like I definitely think about as like the standouts for me in particular, uh, and I would say these in like no particular order. Or I guess like the top three would be: March comes in like a lion. I had been meaning to get into it for ages, and getting the chance to, I just really took to it. Uh, Barakamon was a nice way to just like again get something off that I knew for a while was there, but also it was just a genuinely fun show, top to bottom. Yeah. I'm glad that I had the chance to, like, be there for it. Thunderbolt Fantasy is such a unique experience, and I definitely felt moments where I kind of just, like, tuned out of it for a minute, just you know, with the way that the pacing is for the show, but when it's on point, it is so on point, and I'm glad that there are multiple seasons of it that I'll eventually get to as well. They're so uh, good. And yeah, no, I, I know that like if it's already starting at such like a solid foundation and that it goes from there, that rules. Um I also have to shout out Hellgirl. Like truly. <laughs> <laughs> it oh my god. It, it was an to, experience. It, it real like I I did not have a good time, but as soon as the vet hit, as soon as you hear Vic Mignogna <laughs> screaming for his soul as he gets dragged down to hell <laughs> after getting haunted house to death,
4: mm-hmm.
3: oh, it's having so much fun, and I need to go back and finish that second half.
0: I <laughs> I want to so badly,
4: and, and
3: specifically, I... <sighs> it, it's the dub. Like I don't know how yeah. much any further iterations of it because, like, I'm I'm, and I'm sure the sub is fine. It's not to say that it's bad, but there's something so like uh isol- like it's like a crystallized moment. It really dub. is. And it's so
4: good and
0: it's the so one fun. episode where they just start swearing for no reason out of <laughs> nowhere. I had a dance school
1: adoptee oh. episode. <laughs> what the fuck?
0: It's <laughs> <Just> like, whoa! <laughs> so you think I'm a fucking bitch. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> holy shit! Uh, yeah, I'm no, just, just so much fun after
3: <sighs> like it really got in there.
0: The upside down Hell Girl finisher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, she man. was doing the Rock Lee move. She really was. Uh, um, but yeah, like I said, I agree with LV. I put Thunderbolt myself. Uh, I will. I did also put though. March comes in like a lion. Um, I was really happy to watch the first part of that. A lot I would, after putting it off forever i it's such a good show. such great characters overall, like you want to say like th- I, fucking fully coolly progressive made me feel especially insane seeing things like March comes in like a lion exist out there, mm-hmm. and everything, and it's just like you can't even like make half of a character as good as these like like a background character and March comes in like a lion <laughs> like <laughs> fuck. Uh, yeah, did anyone write in for this one? I know this one's a little, uh... Uh, let's see here.
2: Okay, so yeah, the only one we got was from James James Tarr, and also agreed with March comes in like a lion, uh, comment. Depressed boy, real, with a side of stomach issues, old
0: man. That's what I'm here for. Stomach issues, old man, is the realest guy of all time. <laughs> I I love him so much, especially the episodes after we stopped, like, so, so good. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. so, 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 so good. Mm-hmm. All right, so next up we have Most Disappointing, which is not a great award, but you know, sometimes it's just like that. Uh, Sometimes it
1: does be like that.
0: Yeah, LV, what disappointed you?
1: I would say I was torn between these two. I was torn between I'm the villainess, I'm taming the final boss, and then, yeah, Raven. I, oh my god I'm messing up yeah, the tail well yeah
0: Raven of the Inner Palace
1: Raven of the Inner Palace yes but I think I would lean towards more Raven of the Inner Palace yeah being more, most disappointed I think especially because of how it had such a promising presentation in the beginning and I it, it, that's how they get you they hook you in with very yeah. good visuals and it's like oh there's nothing here sorry <laughs>
0: <laughs> the way that they established this like really interesting world yeah. and like yeah they threw in these... all
1: this backstory yeah this and, and crazy like, stuff
0: and then it's like okay (laughs)
1: yeah like yeah again that that's what frustrates me too with series like this where they're so confident over like don't worry we're gonna explore it later so they just don't do it within the episodes they're greenlit for and then it's like well now you just now you just have unexplored character development sure Uh And yeah, the conceit of the concept, too, was just not great and very weak compared to other similar shows with similar premises like Holic for, you know, Triple yeah, X Holic. The, the Fly
0: way Fly. there's no she, mystery. The
1: mysteries were not really mysteries. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's just it was just disappointing in that regard. Yep.
0: Very sad. How about you, John?
1: Banging opening, though.
0: Oh, yeah. Best
4: opening. Serious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well,
0: this is
2: uh, most disappointing, right? Yep. Okay so my you, you, mine might be uh, a little um a a, a a little um controversial here okay. okay but uh so i'm 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 gonna say this and then i'm actually gonna spoil my answer for uh, half of my answer for for another category uh for me it was it was gundam it was witcher mercury I mm-hmm. get what they're going for. And it was just not really something that I cared much to sit there and watch for however long it took to get to where it got. But it's also one of my picks for On the back burner because I'm going to go back to it. But I was just kind of like, it just wasn't what I expected, and... I don't know, it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, I was just like, I'm gonna hop on to Gundam, I know what Gundam's about, but this is gonna be a show that I can hop on, and then it's just kind of like, well, actually, this time we're kind of making a show that's for newbies to Gundam, and then you know we're trying to bring them on by you know making it a more like standard show, and I was just kind of like, "I don't wanna watch the standard show, I wanna watch Gundam, so I guess I should just watch Gundam and not be too upset about you this seventy nine yeah right there. yeah you can do yeah, that. it's all right there, but at the same time I, I do, say it's I do definitely just... building to an ending. <laughs> Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like it's 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 turning into something now, and so that's why I am yeah. going to I'm going to give it another shot. Um, but just like at that moment, I was just kind of like, eh, it's not what I wanted to do. Like it reminded me of how I felt. I I, th- I think I think last year my most disappointing or was was uh, the Higarashi thing because I was expecting it to be a reboot or, uh-huh. or a remake yeah. or whatever, and then it was yeah. just a sequel, and it, that was frustrating. Yep. So, it's very much a personal thing. It's very much just, I went in with an expectation that wasn't met. And I'm just kind of having to deal with it. I'm not blaming anybody. I'm not
0: saying that the show is bad. It's just a personal me thing. So, yeah. I think it makes sense. Like, you'd have to be someone who's, like... Like, I think, like... I think anyone can like the show, obviously. But, like, I think, like, a big appeal to a lot of people, like, a lot of people I know, is Mm -hmm. the fan-on stuff. You know? Like, the fan-created... Stuff around it that help bolster it, uh, mm-hmm. which is something I've always struggled with. With stuff like I, I like this series mm-hmm. just in general, but still, like, extremely with this one. Mm-hmm. Were you saying something, Maverick?
3: Oh, no, just like I agree with like the way where like Fanon is often the way people interact with things, and it's like, yeah, eh. it's never my immediate like rummage point for yeah. a show. Mm-hmm
0: uh well what 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 else isn't your your immediate point with a show that would perhaps leave you disappointed that, that was a really bad transition? I'm sorry,
3: oh no um for me, my most disappointing were from the same season uh Tepin and Yuredeko. deco
0: Yure like, deco
3: hearing you talk about it was really sad it again it it is it's a shame to see a signed saru show that. Had like the visual aesthetic there, but then I just never really felt, especially with what I like watched of it, that it was getting somewhere, or it, it just felt very all over the place. And
1: mm-hmm.
3: with Tepin, you you just hate to see a comedy series
0: not be funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was funny how unfunny it was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was just. You know what? I still think it's it, the funniest part, hands down, that Teppan ever did is delaying that episode. Get and canceled, then, yes. a, And then undelaying that episode <laughs> when they realized it was okay. Yeah. <laughs> and that everyone was happy that Shinzo Abe died. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get up to one year soon.
4: <sighs>
0: um. So mine was, uh, I put uh, Licorice Recoil, because even though it is not a Mm -hmm. bad program, Mm -hmm. it, I think I, the way that that show starts out and gives the vibes that it's going to be like a procedural type thing of like, there's a new case or whatever, and then it, gradually reveals that everything is just all interconnected and it's all about this one story arc, is totally fine when you think of Licker's Coil as an action movie. If you just think of it as a single action movie, like a John Wick or something. And in that case, it's fine. However, it's not very good at doing that, in my opinion. Like, It, it doesn't... It really loses itself because it's an original anime, obviously, and they're just working with whatever the ending is really insane straight up mm-hmm. like just really insane ending the way that it does just end like being extremely yuri bait y which is a word i do not use lately <laughs> <laughs> it is like they they really there was there is a scene in that show that i am always thinking of where Chisato is like for all as far as all of the characters know she is going to die okay and this is their last little like they went on a, a whole day-long date, Takina and Chisado do. And then at the end, they high-five.
4: <laughs>
0: and that just, like, struck me to my core. Like, <laughs> you think that this girl who's, like, the most important person in the world to you or whatever is going to die, and you give her a high-five. Like, that's, like, such a degree of leave-some-room-for-Christ that I can't even, like... <laughs> it really got me like that really soured my mood immediately on the whole show i think um really bummed me out because i love so much of it i love the fight scenes it looks great yeah for an original anime it was having such a good pace for a while i still think generally it has a good pace for most of it too like it doesn't run into the problems where they're like bringing things up and not using them they're kind of using everything but uh...
3: no that's fair
0: uh, All right, John. What did other people think? Well, James Tarr agreed with you, Rose, because uh, oh. <laughs>
2: they said Licorice Recoil. Wanted to love this show so bad, but it just didn't do it for me in the end. It was all over the place. At least we got the old gay men.
0: That is true. I will always mm-hmm. give them that, that I did love the old gay men, especially just like one being a villain and one being good or whatever. Yeah. You don't get that, really. Like textually like that anyway.
2: <laughs> and then this one I also agree with. I didn't I didn't think about this, but uh yeah, uh El Verminion also said Digimon Ghost Game. The best cast the franchise has had in ages, and wasting them on a Monster of the Week series with next to no overarching plot. A hundred percent agree. I know that there's gonna be people who come in with that uh Minovsky tweet that's like, what could be better than a monster every week? You know, I'll tell you what's better than a monster every week.
0: <laughs> a plot, <laughs> you know? Like Common Rider Double has overarching plot lines that go through the monster of the week, and that's why the monster of the week is able to work, you know? Mm-hmm. Same thing with Dawn Brothers right? Like, those formulas work because they're working in an overarching plot.
3: Yeah, no, exactly. Every Monster of the Week that people enjoy is still working with this idea that, like, we're gonna build towards something, or at least still have character interaction that'll also work towards an overall development.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And there's just, like, a- like, again, I still definitely need to watch more of it But, uh, I mean, you'd have to, like, you'd have to ask Shoeless, because, I mean, you know, Shoeless fucking loves this show still, but, like, I I don't know, I think that this show is just, oh my god, it's such a fucking bummer that, because, yeah, it's got a great cast, I really, like, all three Digimon have really cool designs, and they're really fun, the three human characters are, are, like, a, a fun cast of characters, but... Just the fact that every week just does not move anything forward. It's, what's, why, why is this, this exist? Why, why are you doing this? Like, I mean, yeah, like, you think about the other, older Digimon series and how, yeah, they were kind of monster of the wiki. Like, if you think about, you know, how, like, I'm mostly just thinking about the original, because that's the one I really remember. But, yeah, it would go into a big overarching plot, because, you know, there was, like, a villain you know like there's devimon and Myotismon yeah. and all that shit you know like yeah it's 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 weird um yeah those those are the answers for
0: there all right uh the next up we have similar in a similar negative vein character you want to fling into the sun or mm. worst character Elvie, who is your worst character
1: oh yeah um I would say, um, I would say Diari in Spy X Family. I think wow. uh, I, <laughs> I think his I, I, I do not like the sister complex thing. I think if they just simply remove that, it's fine. I think he's a great character in terms of like continuing the shenanigans of like, uh oh, we don't know what we you know they don't know what we know kind of audience perspective. But I just think uh, the sister complex thing is just really off putting and feels also very out of place. I think for a show like this. So yeah, that's 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 what fair
0: I enough. Think. I like I like I, I agree I think they're they I like Yuri a lot. I think though know, there's a crazy quote for me to say. Uh hmm. yeah, take that but, out of context. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. <laughs> uh, but uh, like no, like I I like him a lot. I think I think I can agree with you in the sense that I do wish there was an angle of it removed perhaps. Like Right, I, mm-hmm. I love the stuff I like I love the idea of just being like, no, she's perfect to a f- like no matter what or whatever right. like, that's a good joke, but there is that angle. I agree with you. I agree. How about you, John? Um,
2: let me see here. what did I write down? <laughs> okay, I cheated on this one again. I also picked from <laughs> an enough. anime that we were assigned, but uh hey, we watched it last year. The Flowers of Evil main character. Holy <laughs> fuck. No, yeah. thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> no, that's fair. I know you walked away from it a bit a bit differently, Maverick, but you read the manga and I didn't, so. I was going to say, yeah, Kasuga in the manga is
3: a different character to me than Kasuga in the anime.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that has always been the vibe that I have gotten from you. And I I am inclined to believe or, you one hundred percent. Or it's
3: similar like circumstances, but there's at least a smidgen more interiority in the manga version, and mm-hmm. then also the entirety of the payoff and the like perseverance from there. Here it's kind of just like we got uh, we we got the bottom ten. Th- this is bottom ten, Kasuga. Very in the anime. How about you, Mav, though? um, To follow a similar line uh, with Yuri Breyer in terms of just like the way that this um, familial complex comes across in anime, in one hand I'm throwing Sachi Umino and the other hand I'm throwing Erika Amino. Both of these characters suck ass and having them like interact in the bit that I watched of a couple of cuckoos was insane. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it I I even just from like the little amount you've talked like it doesn't sound good at all. It sounds agonizing. Like
3: here's my thing. When it, when it comes to romance, I do like characters who are like diametrically opposed to one another or like even outright like dislike one another and then learn to like appreciate their differences uh meg ryan and billy crystal in when harry met sally is my like uh picture perfect part of it yeah you know he's got the whole oh can women and men actually be friends without falling in love but also keep in mind that he's saying this when he's like 22 and like fresh out of college and the entire movie is sort of like a vehicle to see him in the next like 10 years grow out of that very juvenile shell To be able to address the fact that, like, you are someone that at times I loathe and at times I love, but at the end of the day, like, I need to be in your life, and it's what makes that last speech so powerful. Here, this is just an annoying character and then a character who's jealous about the fact that um, the brother that she thought she had no longer is related to her, and now she's like, I kind of want to get dicked down by him. (laughs) And it's like, where... Does that come up? Because with Yuri, it never feels like he is wanting to actually get intimate with Uh you. It's more so, like, there's this image of you that has helped me survive so much of my life. Right. And I don't want to have anything ruin that. And that's at least a sister complex that is... With, with a motivation that I understand. There, here. Yeah, there, there
1: is an argument for it. Yep.
3: And it also helps that, like, he's very much a tertiary character, so you're not constantly hit with that. Uh, Sachi and Erica, it's just like you're bombarded with having to see this guy, like, reckon with the fact that, like, his, like, he has no birth family and therefore everything, I guess, is open game. And it's like, that's a horrible, uh, Presentation to give the audience, mm-hmm. especially when half the characterization is like, you got to see how big this girl's boobs are, dude.
0: <laughs> Heinous, awful. Uh, I took two angles here. I took uh, one angle of when uh, character. You want to fling this on, like, as in, like, worst character of when this motherfucker should have go, oh, this motherfucker. And then when we go, oh, this motherfucker, like annoyed <laughs> and like happy. So happy was to copy John's bit, uh, from a show we watched the enigmatic Gale from Thunderbolt fantasy. That guy is
1: <laughs> a motherfucker.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And he should suffer. Uh, but like, I love him. I love seeing him. Uh, the bad one is, uh, Tokimei from Futopiai, the woman they added, uh, Every scene she's in, you know, just sucks sucks it all out. The air is gone. Mm. The soul is gone. Everything is gone. Just look at her breasts. That is what they are saying. And it really sucks. It really, really sucks. I think, like, it's crazy to, like, be like... You know, like, there's a lot of times I point out an anime, or, like, the way people will talk about an anime, and be like, they're just being misogynist. But, like, here it's like, no, like, really, like, it's not good. <laughs> like, it's just... This is a bad thing for this show. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so, yeah, so
2: James Tarr agreed with Elvi here and said, Yuri, uh, yours freak of a brother, please place in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> and Natalie agreed with you, Rose, with Tokime from Futo PI for reasons said above. And uh, Romy said, Shadik Zenelli? Zenelli? Mm-hmm. Oh from, yeah, from
3: uh, Gundam. Gundam. From Gundam.
2: So, so did not give did not give a reason, but uh, for 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 the Gundam heads, why why would you say Romy chose? He's, he's oh, he's like,
0: smarmy. Yeah, okay. he's like a smarmy tactician dude, but also he's like definitely one of those like, oh, the girl doesn't like me, so I'm gonna go insane type dudes. Yeah,
3: he, uh, he okay. hasn't like blown his lid yet, but he's definitely like the smarmy Mikuei type.
0: Okay. And I can say that because I watched
3: 0079. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, he has this whole little harem that he fights with, and then they all get wrecked uh, that one time.
0: Yeah. He has an insane girl squad. I don't know why. It's very strange. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes it's just like that. Uh, Alright, so next up we have the biggest what-the-sweet-hell moment of the year. (laughs) Um so yeah lv if you want to go ahead
1: god um so i always interpret this category as also encompassing not necessarily an anime itself but also something just adjacent to anime and right? like last year i basically talked about yeah why are anime conventions like not being consistent with covid they mm-hmm. still aren't they still aren't i am i refuse to go to anything that doesn't enforce like a proper health and safety policy right or makes it clear what it, what's going on here, right?
2: I mean, um, no, yeah, like I mean, last year yeah. <laughs> Anime Expo had to get bullied into doing anything, you know, and yeah, and then they yeah, it's, that it's great. absurd
1: again because ex- yeah, exhibitors want to enforce stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, what is going on here? But anyway. I would say this is twofold. I'll have I'll share my anime answer and I'll share my insane answer, which is Shinto's Abe fucking dying, uh, <laughs> canceling an anime as a It's uh, just what? <laughs> just the fact that just coincidentally, this unfunny comedy anime had a weird assassination skit, and then that just happened. Like, what do you mean? What do you? What? How does that? Happen? <laughs> insane it was uh, tremendous <laughs> and uh as a as a as a prelude to another category so platinum end came out in january never forget i did fucking forget i watched that whole thing i fucking watched the entirety of, <laughs> of platinum end that whole series is just epic Rick <laughs> moments from top to bottom i cannot <laughs> I cannot summarize everything that happens in that horrible death game show. There's a woman who basically invents COVID. They basically say something. They say something insane like, you know, all these death game stories happen in Japan because Japan has a high suicide rate. What the fuck are you talking about? What do you mean? That entire show is insane. That's all I can say. That shows a series of moments. Um, (laughs) So maybe that's an answer (laughs) that she's... (laughs)
4: <laughs>
0: but there you that, go. Uh, there you go. That's in the spirit.
4: Oh, <laughs> i just
0: <laughs> John, how about you?
2: So yeah, my answer was um it it was kind of like right on the cusp of being 2022. I don't know. I mean I'm just kind of I'm 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 counting it here. Uh, And my answer is Ranking of Kings going racist. Um, Yeah. yeah. That Uh. was just such a a fucking bummer. It took took the wind completely out of my sails for that show. I never finished watching it. It. I am still so fucking sad and angry and frustrated about that. Because, like, everything else about that show was, like like it, like i i i just i i feel like i feel like obi-wan looking down at, at like anakin's smoldering corpse and being just like you were the chosen one <laughs> like it's it was so fucking good it was incredible like like honestly like absolutely could have been like a new classic yeah and they just threw it all the way all the way by being racist like just so completely fucking completely
0: against the core of the show too just like the exactly. core ideas of it just exactly. such a it's a betrayal right like it's a it's a betrayal ah uh, it's awful yeah damn damn shame it really is. It made me sad cuz I was when I was thinking about the back burner category, this was going to be on it and I was like I don't even know if I could say that. <laughs> like yeah. I I want to watch it but it's it hurts, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh,
2: and I mean like like the 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 thing that like sucks so much too is like okay, like obviously if it's just racist throughout, that's one thing, but like it's like one it's like one moment like, it's an establishing, like, little thing, and it's just, like, it, it it's, it's, it's like a, it's, it's, it's a flower of evil that gets planted. Oh, you know, call back. Yeah. No, but no, it really, it really <laughs> just feels like this, like, little thing that just pops in, and then it just spreads throughout the rest of it, because it's, you just remember, like, how it affects the rest of the story in retrospect, and it's just, like, you ruined it. You ruined it. You ruined your whole fucking story. Like, it is such a bummer, like. Just completely screwed. I'm I'm so pissed just talking about it right now. Like,
0: man. I don't blame sucked. you. It was very upsetting. Mm-hmm. Maverick, how about you? Oh, God. I think, like, my what the
3: sweet hell moment of the year. Part of it would definitely be the um, dog whistles and ranking of kings. It really just makes the continuation of the show, like, very fastidious for me. It's like... Yeah, you literally just have to show me boji and kage off doing their own thing like that is all the show can be now and maybe like lore that explicitly is talking about stuff that doesn't involve the fucking like reinterpretation of occurrences in prior wars basically but outside of that um again, couple of cuckoos, the sister is a landing option, we we just say screw it, um <laughs> season 2, be, like reckon with the reality that you might want to bang your sister
0: insane
3: and we just go with that
0: the Orimo maneuver Ugh. how about you, Rose? uh For me uh so i I was not thinking about this for a while because there are plenty that i could have chosen from but i think the one that really stuck to me personally was how they reworked the entire ending to magia record
4: Mm uh when they were making the
0: anime adaptation absolutely right because it's someone who loves that loved that game i should say when it existed (laughs) uh that, that too
1: was a series of moments that one episode yeah. the last episode alone was a series of moments because you do not it's expect insane. that at all
0: uh, uh,
1: like and then you hit the last episode and then they decide to just drop a yeah. bucket of misery on you like so what like you mean yeah the
0: whole point of magic record was that it was supposed to be an alternate take on madoka that revisits the like nihilism inherent to like Urobuchi's mm-hmm. writing and undo it by <laughs> saying like People will come together, and they will find solutions. Yes,
2: yeah, absolutely. And
0: we want to create a better world that doesn't have these problems anymore. And, like, sad things... Some sad sad things happen in the ending, in the original ending. But it's, like, fundamentally, it is, like... Yeah, like, the whole point is being... hope. Like, you can't accomplish things with other people. Like, that's the whole message of it. And then this was just, like, fuck it, kill them all. Like, fuck it. Like, it's insane. It's just it's like feeding into the mimetic concept of Madoka. Like Mm. what people say Madoka is like the grim, dark despair show or whatever. And it's like, fuck, like that's such a bummer. Like, why would you do that? Like, I just can't wrap my mind around why you would do that. Especially like, like it really kind of took the wind out of my sails for that, uh, fourth Madoka movie that's coming out, uh, Mm. some point in the near future. Of, like, I love Rebellion so much, because it's, like, it's a dark film, but it's, like, it is expressing ideas, and it's good. And then, like, here it's, like, they weren't expressing any ideas. They made it dark for no reason, just mm-hmm. to feed into the, like, memes, basically. Like, yeah. Such a fucking bummer.
4: Mm-hmm. All
0: right. Uh, the answers from the
2: the the fans here... Um James Tar says the OP of Healer Girl it's a joiner cult <laughs> video the anime was genuinely it does nice,
1: look though. like a absolutely <laughs>
4: joiner cult video
1: it, it does look like a cult video i mean they're wearing scary. like white cloaks and
4: mm-hmm.
1: hand waving you to come join them it's <laughs> yeah uh
2: FRBN Phoenix said uh Gundam the Witch from Mercury episode 12 sure Uh, Natalie says, the sex-pest 12-year-old in Futo (laughs) P.I. Do you remember me talking about that? I do. I I remember, yeah. Not good. Not good. Not good. Um, And then Romy says, all the stuff they keep implying with Gammon in Ghost Game. That, yeah, I mean... I I, I mean, I guess there's the stuff with the... uh, you know the the Beale, whatever the fuck. Um, I don't know. Weird. Um, oh
3: yeah, no. I asked you this, like, is he a war
2: criminal now? What's going on? <laughs> and and the answer was yeah, kinda. Um, <laughs> like a little bit. Okay. I I also I, I I fucked up a little bit. Trixie sent us her anime opinions
0: oh right fuck yeah. i forgot we had the document so yeah. well trixie can have, have her own category because she's an ex-host so she's okay i'll
2: catch her up i'll catch her up here yeah okay. catch her up catch her up so best op bocce best ed bochi. best ost yeah. Bochi. there you go <laughs> <laughs> Most baffling anime, Ruby Ice Queendom. Did y'all rem- forget that, that that
0: came out? <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. me. That is the insane. Do you know? You remember what that is, right? I think I told you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Insane. Insane, insane show. That was last year.
2: <laughs>
3: the Genarabuchi show.
4: Yeah.
2: Uh, best visuals, Bochi. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> she said, Consistent arcs. Best assigned show, a uh, legend of the galactic heroes, and then she said honorable mention flowers
0: of evil.
1: hmm Alright.
4: Yeah, she, <laughs> remember, she did
1: share more positive. Yeah,
0: I remember her saying, yeah, uh, yeah. She, she was talking about it when we watched it. Show. Uh,
2: most disappointing, yeah. she said magic record.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Uh we we did uh what the sweet hell where is that one? Where did mm-hmm. she do that one? Me, I gotta find it. Did she do that one? I don't think she did she that She didn't one. do that one. Okay. Um. Uh,
1: worst character.
2: Okay. And then worst character. Uh. Kyo Ethn- Ethnina. Ethnina. A.K.A. Book Hero from Rising of the Shield Hero Season 2. The worst written antagonist from one of the worst franchises of all time from the second worst show of this season. With no rhyme <laughs> or reason to her. With no rhyme or reason to his actions. Plot armor to back him up. Random pace derailing and sudden intrusions into the story upon his first appearances and an incredibly unsympathetic backstory that the plot throws into the mix near the end to make a quarter-assed effort of explaining him and his motivations further. Kyo's meaningless actions rampage through the story so aggravatingly, like a disease, that he makes the titular sealed hero look like a literal messiah in comparison. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Holy shit. (laughs) Pissed.
0: that seems like the move you would do in that show also though yeah. i have to say of making this insanely bad character to make your stupid main character <laughs> I, I yeah like to and just Cap- a piece yeah, of yeah. Shit. Mm-hmm. you
1: just have to make someone worse somehow uh-
0: <laughs> and then yeah i guess that's it that's it did, did you mm-hmm. say most surprising yeah uh most
2: surprising it was yeah, uh oh care. yeah it was that, uh, that your boy yeah Okay. That was that was. Oh wait, we haven't done that yet. No, we, we haven't. Co- fu- right, well, there you go. There you up, go. She yeah. she gets in. She gets in early for
0: that one then to make up for it. Yeah. There you go, Trixie <laughs> yeah, Connor. There you go. There you go. Okay. No. Most surprising. All right. Uh, yeah. So do you want to do most surprising now then? Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah. All
0: right. So most surprising. LV. What is
1: surprising? <laughs> I keep talking about this show because I'm just. I, I, I was immersed, despite its mediocrity, but Beast Tamer was honestly most surprising to me. I kept watching it. Absolutely, absolutely mediocre. Less than mid-show. Yet it was not an isekai, yet the main character was not a misogynist who just wants to be a fucked-up slave master, right? He just is a normal, pale, white bread boy who like, who like who's making allies with girls who really love him very much and they have a they have a they have a polyamorous commune at the end so that's there you fantastic go. <laughs> <And> then,
0: <laughs> i'm so happy for him
1: i'm happy for him yeah he just
0: <laughs> he won it by not being racist he,
1: he, he, yeah he, he, he's a hero by being nice wow incredible stuff
0: <laughs> how about you john
2: my dress up darling I was not okay, expecting okay. to love that show as much as I did. You know, like I, I, I remember like seeing the plot and thinking, you know, that it was sounding cute, but like, you know, as as someone who, uh, you know, like like how Bochy says, uh, sometimes uh, has like plots and things that just are are no no uh, plots for me. You know, I, I I don't I cannot really stand romance stuff like ninety percent of the time. Uh, Dress Up Darling landed for me. It felt very natural. It felt very nice to just see this relationship bloom um in a very, very natural way. It was it was it was it was nice. I, I like that show a lot.
0: Yeah. Maverick.
3: For most surprising, uh my choices were I, I would say like the standard surprise is you boy Ming, you sort of go in not expecting much and then for me at least I still have the uh, rest of the manga downloaded, so I want to get through that at some point. Mm -hmm. Bochi, I definitely remember hearing the description and not really feeling super excited and it's easily like one of the most affecting experiences I've had this year. Uh, I'm also going to shout out Reincarnated as a Sword. That, surprisingly, was a really fun isekai for me and it was just nice to like plow through it so quickly and just be like, yeah, I had a good time.
0: Fair enough. I'm glad that I could turn you on to that one. Uh, mine is Birdie Wing. <laughs> no idea what that shit was until it aired, and then I watched it because everyone was like, that's an insane golf anime, and I was like, what? And then I watched it, and I was like, that was, that was an insane golf anime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fantastic. I'm dying to see season two. It's a great, great program.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh let's see here. Uh, most surprising here. Uh Daltem, technically not an anime series per se, but for me it was Funimation being absorbed into Crunchyroll. Yeah, that was That crazy. is pretty crazy. Uh James Tarr said a tie between Birdie Wing and Akiba Maid War yeah. Also up there. Also up there. That's true. I was uh, surprised by episode one. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Elver Minion said your boy Kongming, and Romy says Hello, Shake Yano 2.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. It's mm-hmm. it's incredible when you see it.
4: <laughs> yes.
0: When you see that they do an ad break, it is incredible. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh. All right. So uh, next up, I guess we could do uh, best character. Sure. Sorry, I've done these all out of order. By the way, I just get so t- twisted around. <laughs> um, <clears throat> best character, Elvie.
1: I still think Anya is a consistently just a good character. Fair That's, enough. She's she's very good. That's it. <laughs> That's all I can say from Spy X Family. Mm.
0: How about you, John?
2: So my pick is a little is a little weird. Okay. No, no, it's not. Fuck it. I'm just gonna say. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna okay, say. I'm normal. gonna say this with my chest. <laughs> you know who's the best character of the year? Fucking Piccolo in Dragon Ball Super Superhero. <laughs> <laughs> okay I, That's right. yeah I was That's not expecting great. that but sure <laughs> I fucking loved Piccolo in that movie I just like I, like, I was just like <laughs> look y'all cool. are gonna talk about these great characters that have like these fantastic overall moments and like don't hey, there get ain't me wrong. wrong with Piccolo. I loved a lot of characters this year but I was just sitting there and just thinking I need to shout out Piccolo like even though he might not like be the <laughs> real ch- like he might not be like the honest choice for like a fucking, like a, like a, accredited Academy Award type shit, but for me, for John Machonsky sitting here, when I went and had a great time watching Superhero in a Theater, and I'm just sitting there thinking, God, Piccolo's so fucking cool. It, oh, man. When he turned huge and orange, oh it was so good. And he's just like a, and he's just a cool dad and like he has a crush on that teacher and it's so good. Oh
0: it's such a good movie. Fuck. I love Piccolo. No, that's great. I'm glad that you love Piccolo. That's wonderful. <coughs>
3: like you're not uh, wrong, the streets agree even, like you
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh John you're getting dapped up is all I'm saying like
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Fabric, how about you I decided to approach this uh similarly to how we did our uh celebration of um 100 episodes actually okay. And so A tier for the team podcast crew I have uh Kongming Kikuri Hiroi from uh, Bochy the Rock. <laughs> Marin from Dress Up Darling. And the sword from Reincarnated as a sword. Fuck yeah. Similarly, Dang. the sword could be dropped for Uncle from uh, oji I- Isekai oji Probably Aharen from Aharen-san. Uh, there are a lot of equivalents that could be put in there.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: But... Kongming, Kikuri, and Martin are definitely like th- those are some fun
0: moments to be had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I put two, and unfor- unfortunately, they overlap with yours. Uh, I put Kongming because he's Kongming,
4: <laughs> uh,
0: and easily the best part of that show consistently. And I also put the sword from Reincarnated as a sword because you don't get an Isekai man like that. You just don't. You mm-hmm. don't get a real gamer. <laughs> you don't get a real gamer who becomes a dad. At least not like that, you know?
4: hmm It's beautiful. Very good, very
2: good. Answers here. Uh Daltem said
0: Chisato Nishikigi.
2: I don't know who that's who's that from? What's that from?
0: Uh isn't it what Chisato? Yeah, Chisato from from uh, from Licorice uh, oh, Okay,
2: okay, okay. Sorry, sorry, my friend. Uh, it's okay, it's okay. Uh,
0: James, Tarr
3: said,
2: like that, but <laughs> uh, James Tarr said. I feel like I you that, but James Tarr said, "Marine from Dress Up Darling." Uh, hard to describe the genuine love that you see that has gone into her as a character, but if you watched or read it at all, you know. Like, no, absolutely. Like, like that that show. Like, it's very obvious that the people who work on that show and the and the the mangaka like. Just really wanted to make a character like this, and she shines through like the the, the genuine care that they have creating her really shines through in, in all that stuff uh shoelist Because,
4: <laughs> of course
2: um wow, not chopper <laughs> I think chopper like transcends the list for him transcends time, yeah. yeah
1: transcends years yeah. uh uh
2: romi says choi pan lunch.
0: That's the uh, pink girl from Gundam. Yes. Yeah, Choo Choo.
2: Choo Choo, yes. And Elver uh, Minion said Kongming as well. He's, he's the fucking guy. Is He's the, the guy. He is the fucking dude. Oh, and uh, for, um, for Trixie as well, uh, Bochi. The best written and most kindly treated <laughs> anxiety and depression riddled character in a comedy <laughs> ever. <laughs> Between her open book nature and the passion she exudes as well as soaks in from her friends, the show allows the viewer to connect with Bochi and allows her very gradual growth to be treated with empathy. Like, absolutely. Like, I'm only a few episodes in, but yeah, it's just very nice, like, seeing a show where the comedy is about anxiety and not at the expense of it. Like, she, she, everyone's very supportive of her, and that's, that's super endearing.
3: I was going to say, um, you know, what, for a minute, I'm like, eh, you know, Chisato's alright, and then I remember, oh yeah, I'm getting a an Nendroid ever sent to me, like, this year. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, I guess it's okay. <laughs> right, like, imagining if it came here any earlier, and it's like, oh yeah, you are just on my desk, huh? <laughs> alright, not to bounce around too much again, but I figure you get Why not? Uh, how, how about tightest shit?
4: The tightest
1: shit, yeah
0: uh LV, what do you think was the tightest ship
1: the return of hell shake you know in pop team epic season two <laughs> yeah the baked in commercial break is makes it especially insane uh it, it was just longer they did it twice too i think i think i think sincerely did, did not loop it i think they actually did shoot that sequence twice yes i like, believe that I, is true oh my god yeah insane stuff kudos to those gentlemen uh <laughs> like back was, to was back, was back also that and like the avengers ass finale of the series too. so yeah i put that as
0: one of mine was they yeah. so, so like i said they, the, the fucking the,
1: common rider whole ass episode and just they made the a whole episode yeah they made a whole 30 minute episode which is um, also kind of surprising but i, and, I have to give kudos to uh, hell shaking no it's just uh, absurd technical like feet yeah <laughs> just do amazing. that one take yep
0: how about you, John? Uh,
1: I
2: I wrote pretty much all any of the fights in Chainsaw Man. Like I I <laughs> yeah. I love that too. I mean, I guess I like I, I kind of just wanted to put like a, a lot of the like just really cool looking action in anime too. Because like I I also want to shout out like yeah like the the big dimple fight in Mob Psycho and. You know, like a, a lot of this, a lot of the ways that like your was animated in Spy Family, like uh, just a lot of like the, a lot of the action that I watched this year was cool. The Gun- Gundam's got a lot of cool mecha fighting. Like, I'm
0: surprised by how good the animation is in Gundam. Like yeah. gen- generally. It's just good. It, like I just liked to watch fights this, this,
2: like I guess this past season really. But, uh, no, very good, very good year for for fighting in anime. I would say.
0: How about you, Maverick?
3: Uh, for me, I would say that like the tightest shit. Like every time that I came up, uh, Bochy doing a solo, or just like <laughs> any time that the music had to kick in, and you could tell that that added to her overall growth. Like the uh. Again, slide guitar at the school festival is still standout moment. The actual, like, um, leaning into herself for, um, like, guitar loneliness and Blue Planet for that band. Like, every time it comes up, it's just like, ah, oh, this rocks. And I'm glad that I get to see it.
0: So for me, I just put piplop Step.
4: <laughs> You're right. I thought
0: yeah. Piplup Step was You're just the coolest right. thing. That, mm-hmm. How do you beat it? You, you, don't. <laughs> you don't you don't you uh, don't. Let's see. Piplop is for you. Pip-plup is for you. Piplop cheer you up.
2: Uh, James Tarr says, "Birdie wing." Every app genuinely had me going, "Hell yeah!" It's the, <laughs> that's what it's all about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Shula says, "When the DIY club finished their treehouse of the power of teamwork, hell <laughs> yeah!"
1: <laughs> it's true. Yeah.
2: Uh, Romy said, "Kr Black Sun." Common, Common Rider okay. yeah. Natalie said uh, Cyclone Joker Extreme from PI or Shining Shoulder from Pop Team Epic and um, uh, Trixie said tightest shit was Stone Ocean which counts because it finished this year and Netflix should never touch another anime again
0: <laughs> so true when I saw <laughs> that was also on Trunchy Roll I would breathe a sigh of relief I was like <laughs> thank god
1: god yeah everyone's talking having like two different dubs is insane to me it's like, an
0: insane it, it just I,
1: lied, it just and then it just gated because of that in weird ways it's, it's awful crazy. and you don't know which one is rich.
0: yeah <laughs> insane uh all right on the back burner what did you put on on the back burner LV?
1: yeah so again, this is the category of stuff like that probably came out last year, and you, you need to finish it or you're putting it off or maybe you dropped it and you're like, no, I want to go back to it. I keep hearing about Akiba made war. I did not have time to finish <laughs> it by 2023 i I absolutely need to see it um I'm gonna say I'm gonna say my three things personally for this yeah Akiba made war I forgot the real Ryuk- and Kaoru sequel came out uh also oh, yeah. last year also on Netflix, uh so it's like uh, okay. Um, and and reincarnated as a sword. Very very curious about it. So it's those just, are my three it's good. top three. Yeah,
2: John. Yeah, I already said Gundam earlier, but my other one is Birdie Wing. Yeah, just I I, I watched. Oh, the, you'll love it. I yeah, think. I I watched the first episode and <laughs> I liked so what I insane. saw. So yeah, I I, I do just got to get around to it. <laughs> and then, yeah, also like like what you said, uh, Olvi, Those are other ones honestly that are also like because I mean I'm catching up with Bochi here. And, you know, I want to catch up on Gundam. So Birdie Wing's another one. And then, like, yeah, Keep a Maid War. Everyone was talking about that. And so, yeah, that's another one I think I got I to gotta get get on.
0: Maverick?
3: Uh, for me, I have two specific uh, things that I'm looking at. And I'm like, I eventually do want to get to these. One of them is Slow Loop. Uh, it came out earlier in the year and was actually a reference. or yep. One referenced Bochi in one of its episodes mm-hmm. and then led to, like, a follow-up reference in Bochi itself. Uh But, yeah, it just seems very, like, grounded and then also has maybe a little bit more of a drama going on with it as well on the side. I'm also looking at Encouragement of Climb. Uh okay. I saw that the oh, most yeah. recent season came up and a lot of times when, like, I hear talk about, like, cute girls doing uh, things and like that genre of show encouragement of climb would come up specifically as an example of it, doing just a lot of very strong things in that genre. And it makes me curious. I want to see what exactly is being offered there. And so
0: eventually I also want to get into that. Uh, I also put Akiba made war because I liked see episode one quite a bit and everyone says he's to say that it was, consistent throughout uh and my other one was uh one that i no one has talked about at all i think ever uh vampire in the garden uh that was a Wit studio like vampire yuri mm-hmm. that came out last year uh i watched like one episode and then i really wanted to watch more of it someday i love i love to see vampires uh
2: the the only answer let me see if trixie actually gives an answer for one too i don't think she did yeah because fucking trixie just watches everything she's on it so yeah uh james tar said uh mob psycho 3 watching this with my spouse we have two episodes left
4: yeah those
2: those two episodes are i'm i'm honestly kind of surprised that that you have the uh the ability to not just be like you know what fuck all responsibility we gotta watch these last two episodes because
0: uh (laughs) for real All right, uh, so next up, uh, how about. How about uh, Quickest Drop? That's that's the that's easy one. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> LV, what did you drop really fast? This is
1: another very early of the year one, and it's Recu- Requiem of the Rose King. Um, oh, which right. Was, yeah, which was the. Very interesting take on like synthesizing a bunch of Shakes a lot of the Shakespearean historical fiction plays, like Richard, you know, all the stuff about like English kings, what have you. Love that, you know? Um and the anime was just so fucked up because it was completely incomprehensible. Uh animation was not good. Um yeah, like visual techniques or like approach to it was not good. It was just an utterly confusing mess. They tried to pack in so much dialogue and story. It, it, it was just incomprehensible. That's the word for it. And it was just a shame because it does sound like an interesting concept. If anything, it's probably encouraging me to look at the manga at some point. But it seems like this was a very bad adaptation of something that probably deserved better, especially with all the weird layers and density to it. And it's something that should not be rushed. Again, especially mm-hmm. considering Shakespeare to begin with is a, de- <laughs> is a dense he, pieces, you know, dense pieces of text should not be conveyed in such a way that I've seen it in the first episode where it's just too much dialogue, too much exposition, all that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. John? Uh, so,
2: um... I don't even remember if I was on the. I might not have been on the episode because uh, I could not get into Legend of the Galactic Heroes. <laughs> I think I watched like one episode and mm-hmm. I was just like, I'm good. Uh, I, don't, I didn't really feel absolutely it. Absolutely fair. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I might give it another shot eventually, but yeah, I kind of bounced off of it. You could I always just read the books? Yeah, or that.
0: Maverick?
3: Uh, in terms of like episode count, I think technically. Q was my, sh- like, quickest drop. I only watched oh, yeah. one episode of it.
1: Was that the voice acting one?
3: The voice acting got gotcha yeah. game, yeah. <laughs> and it was just like... You know, we're doing concepts, but with voice in it... Dumb. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, I'm good. And it ended up having 24 episodes, even. But um, next to that would also be... Uh, Ure, Deco, and Tep, and I dropped those around the same time. I maybe gave Tepin a little bit longer, but by that point, yeah, just completely left them by the wayside.
0: For me, it was just Shikanmore. He's not just a cutie. Uh, it was like I, I can see the joke. <laughs> You know it was like I see what the joke is going to be forever and then turns out I was correct so uh i I I think there there was something interesting that could have been done there and they just didn't have it mm-hmm especially when things like that uh what did the, what did what did we watch the uh oh my god why can't I think of it the sleepy kid why can't I think of it oh the something sleepy is always princess lists. No, no. Uh, Tanaka Kun is always <laughs> listless. Oh, that yeah, one. that's his name. Yeah, like that one. It's like, yeah, like yeah. that's right there. Mm-hmm. Watch <laughs> that instead. Yeah. Uh, James
2: Tar also said Shikamori's not just a cutie. I lasted ten minutes. Could be skill issue. Fine if it is. <laughs> <laughs> and Trixie said Lucifer and the biscuit hammer.
1: Oh, <laughs> it's so sad.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, all right. Uh, then next we can do overlooked. Uh, LV. What do yes, you think is another overlooked? early
1: one? Another one that was early and then people forgot about it, but also cause it's on Netflix and you know how that be sometimes with anime Kotaro lives alone. Um, and uh, I, which was, which is the series about, you know, this kid living alone next to, you know, just kind of, you know, disheveled manga artists, single guy and yeah and it's just it, it's the design of, of the child itself i'm sure was off-putting and also it being behind netflix gate was is hard to watch but it, it's definitely like a very surprisingly interesting serious show about like you know parental issues being a parent child abandonment all that stuff you know a lot of a lot of trigger warnings on that one because it's very real but it's it was very shockingly sentimental and i think realistic in some of the issues it explores in regards to broken households and, um, issues that, you know, hurt children and all that.
4: John,
2: um, let's see here. DIY. I'll just give DIY a shout out. You know, I feel like DIY was like a runner up for a lot of my categories, but I think it's something that folks should really check out. Um, and it's not, it's not one of those big animes, like, like the really big popular ones, uh, that people were checking out over the year. DIY is cool.
0: Maverick.
3: Uh, I I will definitely champion Occupy made War. I think plenty of people will be. Uh, but I do also want to shout out Love After World Domination. It is in. It's labeled as like an etchy parody of Sentai, but it also like at end of the day, it's just a very cute love story, like a cute little rom com between like what if we had. A tokusatsu hero fall in love with a tokusatsu villain and just, like, bouncing that act. And it doesn't always land its mark, but for the most part, it is key to check out. Heroines Run the Show is also one that I kind of just, like, sat through. And if I really have to think back on it, was definitely one that I appreciated getting through, all things considered. And... Not really getting, like, a lot of acclaim, but, yeah, you know, if you're just looking at something to ease into, solid 7 out of 10 material that, you know, isn't going to be over the top, but it really settles in into a groove that I think people would appreciate.
0: For me, it was Executioner Her Way of Life that i put mm, that down, too because yeah. i don't see many people talk about it honestly like the real yuri heads do in the community but it's just good oh, yeah. it's not like amazing it's not the mm. most amazing thing ever but i think like the person that person wrote in like it it is so earnest it's insane like they are making an edgy choony gay series and they just did it like there are no frills no no insanely high ambitions or anything they're just doing their shit
3: if you have a friend that is like constantly talking about fma brotherhood and it's kind of like not
0: sure checked anything
3: else out legitimately i would recommend executioner in her way of
0: life that is a good way to put it i think actually mm-hmm. yeah uh, there's a similar
2: vibe there
0: yeah definitely mm-hmm.
2: uh james tar said i keep a Cuba made war it was so nice to get to this i know twitter slash our circles it's popular but ask anyone else and they would have no idea i yeah and then Trixie said, okay. don't hurt me, my healer, a fantasy comedy about an inexperienced human warrior and a mean-spirited dark elf priestess with the shoestring budget, awkward timing, and the general passion, if less stylistic, flair, of Kill Me Baby. Well, those are three words that make me a little interested, so... <laughs>
0: <laughs> she said it before, I think, to you, that it's mm-hmm. like Kill Me Baby.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if it's true, but maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. All right, then, so that we finish positive, I'll do worst blight on the year right now. (laughs) Okay, okay.
1: So you're Uh, leaving best favorite anime for last? Yeah, favorite anime for last,
0: I think, is the move here. I think that would be good. Uh, So, yeah, worst blight on the year. What do you think, LV? What's. Oh,
1: boy. So I, I want to preface to, like, last year, for Patreons, you'll get, a, you'll get a sick packet of my opinions in a more thorough detail, because Ooh. I also, like Maverick, have runner-ups of each category, and you'll get to know that and how I was like, I'm not, you know, uh, just ranting, to unbridled, unedited, and you'll get that at some point, my, my thoughts and opinions for Patreons only. So, comment, like, subscribe if this was a YouTube channel, right? Uh, so, my worst play on the year, and it's telling, just to clarify, that there are no runner-ups. Because, inherently, a lot of the bad stuff I've watched were not that bad. You know? It's just like, oh, okay, that was, like, lower mid, right? However, sincerely, it can, it cannot be emphasized enough, Platinum Ed is really fucking bad, Top, again, top of the year, it came out around January, end of December, and I I, I placed a bet on myself that it was just gonna be my personal worst, best, worst anime of all time, and it stood firm 12 months later. I sincerely think that was the worst anime I've seen in 2022. <laughs> awful, awful
4: series. Certainly...
1: Awful concept, awful characters. Fucking awful ending. Platinum end? No, poopy end. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> it's just shit, just the shitty. Ass. Like really bad. And death Note heads stay away. It's it's it truly <laughs> is the antithesis of like, people. Someone trying to be edgy and saying something profound and a really unfortunate past couple of years that did not need to be said and neither needed that opinion to be heard about humanity uh
0: (laughs) how about you john
2: so my two answers are the first one is is the uh the sort of um the moral standpoint answer where uh, of course, the real worst thing about anime this past year was how bad the crunch was and it, like how especially mm-hmm. like prevalent it was when you look at something like, say, uh san and how like yeah. Th- yeah, that show has been delayed twice now. Like they are on the last episode and it's still not over. Like it, it is it is gone into three different seasons because people keep getting sick working on it. And they're working on everything last minute, like, you know, how anime is made most of the time, and it's just like, yeah, like, if they just made that show, it would be done, you know, like, yeah, like, it sucks that people are getting sick, but also, it should be fucking done by now! And it's, that's just, like, a symptom of how horrible it is to work in the anime industry for a lot of people, and that needs to change. Um, but on a similar note, uh, I, I... I had I I kinda just wanted to leave it at that for a while. But um it snuck in Right at the I mean not even at Look. I am just so upset, so mad that I have to keep hearing about fucking Attack on Titan for longer (laughs) that I'm putting it here. Like part three should be done and two What the fuck is going on? Like, the final season is literally as long or longer than the rest of the fucking show. Like, are you kidding me? No more. Done, done, done. I've had enough. Get your fashy Nazi shit out of my fucking face. I've had enough of this shit.
0: No more. There's my answer. Relentless. Relentless. Fair enough, fair enough. Awful. How about you, Maverick?
3: Uh, yeah, I'd echo a lot of what was said already, but genuinely, a couple of cuckoos. that I expected
1: it. Yeah. <laughs> yes!
0: It I'd be surprised me. if you didn't say
1: that. Oh my god, every time you were talking about that show, I, <laughs> I commend your bravery. <laughs> yeah, it
0: showed the strength of the human spirit.
1: <laughs> yes, truly!
3: <laughs> it, it's just like, man, like, I, I think about it as well. Having completed the house in Fata Morgana, <laughs> like the way that you can choose to create a narrative about love and <laughs> the ways that it may not be always represented well, but it, to at least come to an understanding with those that might be affected by these raw emotions and come to a place of better understanding having that love transform in a way, or maybe even having that love strengthened from what it was before, like, the transformative power that love has on people. And then I think about this shit, and it's just like, I've never felt so much ire. I've never (laughs) felt so vindicated from immediately judging a book by its cover. I've never felt so just let down
0: consistently <laughs> and I feel like you're owed reparations like you should be like <laughs> I should like, be They should, like, be sending you a check every month <laughs> I-, I am owed $30 a day Yeah, the- it should be like you get like those residuals like every day for a year or something from a mm-hmm. lawsuit it should be like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah you have a right much. to
1: file a claim uh huh
3: like People joke a lot about the whole, oh man, I can't believe anime does that. And it's like, to some level, I think some of it is kind of on a like an amount of parody. Like the shows that'll be like, what improbable way can I have my main character just like nose deep in some ass and pussy right now? <laughs> and like that pratfall will happen. And then there are times where it's just straight up the way that we're going to do this beat cute is I'm just going to have this guy grab a boob by accident and we're just going to roll with that. And that's the energy we're projecting as we also recognize, you know, uh, these characters are much more related than we thought because the parents have essentially arranged marriage, uh, the situation, but also, you know, this is affecting our cum brain, younger daughter who now is having the house for her brother because they're not related because that immediately invalidates everything about that relationship I guess and then the other less weird relationship that's there kind of just gets put to the wayside with everything else that's going on It it's vile it's a vile show
0: it just seems filled with just the darkest parts of humanity. Not good, not good. Mm-hmm. Um, mine was a little less. I mean, this is this personal. This is this is a personal attack. I felt like so I had to put it. Uh, Lucifer and Biscuit Hammer anime.
4: Mm. Um,
0: <laughs> just truly devastating in every way. So uh, tragic. It's hard to get people to read manga sometimes. So I was like. Like it, it was hard enough for my wife to get me to read this uh, when I read it, uh, but I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a great, great manga, and I was looking forward to an anime adaptation because I thought that it wouldn't need that much animation. It would be easy, it <laughs> do the bare minimum. You know what? They heard me. They were like, "You're right. We don't need that much."
4: Animation.
0: <laughs> no, Aww. but it's so bad. It's just every every single aspect of it was so dire, and I don't. I don't know what happened to it over time, but no one talked about it. So, probably reflective. Just really sad. And like, maybe the worst anniversary thing anyone has ever made. Like, that was made for like the 20th anniversary of it or something. Aww. And it's like, well, fuck, fuck it, I guess. <laughs> like, that's just really sad. You don't want to see it. And that's why I thought it fit here. Cause it's just like, you do not want to see that happen.
4: Mm hmm.
2: Uh, let's see here. The answers from the folks here. Let's see here. We got um, James Tarr says, Yuri Breyer again. I don't know if this ca- this category should be a show, but I'm putting him down again anyway. Goddamn. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> Tonberry Crunch says, Worst blight of the year was them announcing Goblin Slayer season two, meaning I may end up seeing people talk about Goblin Slayer again. Again, <laughs> extremely fair. Mm hmm. Um, dire stuff. And then Trixie says Ruby Ice Queendom. Aside from it being a baffling speed recap of the first portion of Ruby and the character designs that look fine in a still screenshot, Ruby has nothing going for it as it manages to poorly convey any appeal the original show had at all, if not m- misrepresenting it outright, while the faults of the original show are still carried over into its adaptation the anime original arc the sh- of the show is made up of poorly planned on every level with the fights never feeling weighty or meaningful and if you don't know any better you think weiss was a horrendously written character and wonder why people seem to love her so much since it can't appeal to fans of the original or successfully onboard newcomers while making no sense both in context and in a vacuum no one wins
0: it's true it's a baffling creation i don't why would, like, the idea of, like, making an anime to be like, and here's how we, we're going to solve her being racist is, like, insane. <laughs> it's just an insane concept. Right. Shaft me this. Like, I'm getting, like, flashbacks to, like, I, this is probably worse, but, like, the Fate Extra anime was, like, a nightmare, too. It's just, like, I have to wonder if they just have, like, some sort of nightmare team they make out of spite <laughs> for every <laughs> licensed work they have to do. <laughs> um but yeah let's finish this up then mm-hmm. with favorite anime of 2022 LV, what was your favorite anime of 2022? my personal
1: fave even though it's not represented in any of the categories because even though it didn't stand out for specific features or elements as a whole it was just very good to me it was every it was very sweet it was very cute and wholesome, and that's all I needed, and nothing bad happened. At least so far, if there's no continuation or whatever. The Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting was one of my favorite animes, anime of 2022.
0: Right. It did seem very nice and, and, very and cute. wholesome, <laughs> for lack of a better word, mm-hmm. from what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. So I can understand that.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: How about you, John?
2: Um... Also kind of feels... Well, for me, it kind of... God, I feel like a lot of my favorites are just, like, cop-outs in, in a way. Because this is like, oh, of course you liked that. But, man... Man, Mob Psycho. Mob fucking Psycho. They nailed it. They knocked it out of the park. It was... An incredible ending. I remember I came home from work one night and I was really tired, but it was like a day or so after it dropped, and I was like, I need to see how it ends. And I stayed up and watched it, and it was worth it. And I'm happy I did. And, um, God, no, I, yeah, I just, I just, I just love that show. I love that series. It's, it's a, it's an absolute classic.
0: I, I, I imagine many people feel this way. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I can't imagine what people will do without it now. I wonder what will take its place. I don't know. Or if it will just be it forever as Ryan continues to have popularity polls <laughs> of controversy.
2: I mean, you know, if every time he has some sort of uh, uh, homosexual battle against another Tumblr, uh, Tumblr man, uh, it kills uh, some celebrity or something, uh
0: then yeah, let it continue. Let's let's see let's see where yeah, it goes. No, this is good. <laughs> Let's see where we, let's see how high we can get. Yeah. Maverick, how about you? Man, I feel like
3: part of its recency bias, but at the same time it's just like nothing really hit the same way that butchie the Rock did. hmm It up and down was just a con and I, I Put it down to the fact that this last season was one where I had a lot of things to watch. I was consistently like getting into stuff, and it was never like I had a bad time. It was just like there would be those days where it's kind of just like, all right, let me uh, go through and just double check what I have to like uh, check out now, or like you know go through the motions of it. I felt that the worst with like Gundam points, and that was unfortunate. But like, yeah, sometimes it would just be very like by the numbers. Every single time that a new episode of Bochi was up, it's just like, all right, it's Bochy Saturday. I'm gonna have a good time. Uh, usually doing it after we report, record the main podcast. Like it, I was always in a good mood when I had my day, like weekly dose of Bochy, and it just mm-hmm. really was a nice groove setter. And it's hard to think of another show that really like put me in that space. I do have some other standouts, uh, shout out to Licorice Recoil, I think, end of the day, just having a very, like, solid show in a solid original anime, it always is helpful, even if, like, you know, do I agree with the premise 100%? Eh, not really, but I think when we talked about the actual ending, it's like, you don't turn your brain off, you just sort of accept the rules that the show presents, and, you have such a great time. Personal gripes aside, or like the other issues that the show obviously has, you know, considered, eh, it'll happen. Ak- Akiba Maid War is also up there in terms of just like original premise that takes itself all the way to the end and I would say is also like another solid contender of just like lands it from point A all the way down to point Z once it finishes. Um, your boy Kong Ming again, just such a standout in terms of like when it showed up and the way that it really did just like affect not only our circles, but like a lot of people, like in a lot of different spaces. Similarly, with Birdie Wing, those two are the shows that I think just like really helped to like explain to some people, sort of just like, okay, if I'm not just thinking about the stuff that's happening, like that is constantly like thrown at me by like ads for like bigger things. These are the kind of things that are like airing that my other friends might like or like that'll lead me down other roads. And also uh, my dress up darling for mm-hmm. just really being a good conveyance of just like the love that someone has for cosplay and what would like drive the subculture and again, not without its faults, but I think definitely a standout of that winter season if I had to choose one show as, like, representative for my watch experience there.
0: For me, it was just Machikado Mizoku, Demon Girl Next Door Season 2. Um, I was a big proponent of the first season when it aired. Um, But this one was just all bangers. Like, the first one is a little bit of a setup stuff as they're setting things up. But this one, it was just sort of like, we've sort of established everything that is going on in this world so we can just fuck around now. And uh, it has an overarching arc, so it's not just like a cute girls doing cute girls thing. There is like an end goal. There are goals that they are meeting all the time. But it's just fun. I think... They double down on the most insane character, the girl who just squirts lemons into everything. She's insane. She just does it to everything. The way that, like, they use that as a background gag all the time is fantastic. Of you just, like, anytime anyone's cooking, you see her start to walk towards the kitchen and just, like, pull a lemon out of her pocket. And it's just like, our oranges. Sorry, she's an orange person. I don't know why I said lemon.
3: I was going to say, you're making me think about the uh, fucking, um, she's damn
0: email. No, she's oranges. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's great. I don't know why I said lemons. That's so weird. I mean, yeah. She's just fucking squirting oranges at people. It's insane. She's insane. Uh, dear demon girl. Uh, every time
3: when I go to class, or one time when I went to class, there's this guy that girl came up to me and, uh, had a backpack out pulled an orange out of the backpack and started peeling it and then goes over to me and says hey what time is it and I say uh about 1230 and then says "Aw," and then slowly puts the orange back into the backpack
0: that's like what she does she's scary like her parents own an orange factory (laughs) I don't know what that means but they do it's just a great show. I loved it so much. It's, I really recommend it. Like, it's just got good gags, great character cast, just all around, just a nice time. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing overly bad happens in it. It's just, it's just swell. I can't even think of a fault with it. It's mm-hmm. just great.
4: All right.
2: So uh, the rundown from the answers here: We got James Tarr said, "My dress up darling." Once this settles in, it was just a joy to watch. Uh, Beam poster said Akiba made war. Uh, and then Natalie said Even though it didn't come up in my list for any other award, it's probably Machikado Mizoku Season 2. Season 1 took a while to find its pace, but Season 2 is basically a direct continuation from the end of Season 1, and it retains that pace. It's just really silly and fun and homosexual. It feels like a nice, warm <laughs> home, but as an anime, for me. Reliably a great time and scratching many of my particular itches. And Trixie says Bochi the Rock! a stylistic love letter to rock music with a team that has an immense passion for anime writers who understand the empathy and kindness needed for people with anxiety and depression, also managing to be funny about it. And some of the strongest character dynamics of any slice of life manages to prove how you can adapt a simple yet very enjoyable 4 coma into something fresh with every fiber of its being.
0: I, I, it is fascinating about Bochi to me that it really like, they do so much work on it. It's great. Mm hmm. Really great. Like, I, I, I never want to say recency bias ever, but like, especially in this case, it doesn't even feel like it because it's like so many people I know are already re watching it with other people, like to show it to them. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how big it is. Yeah. Bochi sweep. Bochi sweep. Bochi sweep. <laughs> All right. So that, that does it then. We're good. Yes. Okay. Sorry, this is a long <laughs> one. No. Uh,
3: um... That. Yeah. Folks, welcome to the uh, first uh anime of the year category that has like maybe one reference to Chainsaw Man.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, <right>. really <laughs> where they we're, were we're so dynamic and unique. Um But no, yeah, uh so alright. I won't prolong this anymore. Thank you all for writing in. I I was glad to hear everyone's opinions. It's always great. If you want to do that anytime, feel free. Tumblr.com slash video game video slash ask that's it do that or just tweets like this was fine when we cataloged all the tweets that's also fine i'll try to do that more mm-hmm. um but yeah uh so our next show that we're going to watch because we watched Flu this time is a patreon pick and this one is from barrel i believe mm-hmm. and it is a place further than the universe you can find that on crunchyroll.com because it is a Crunchyroll series. Um, and that's figured that would be wintery. Uh, and yeah, uh, as always, patreon.com slash VGCC. $3 gets you everything one week early, like this, etc., so on and so forth. Um, I'm happy to have you back, LV, again. I would like to say mm-hmm. thank you. Thank and, you for being And here. to add
1: on, uh, you will, Patreons get to read my insane packet of my opinions further fleshed out <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Look forward about to today. That.
0: those yes. are great i highly recommend <laughs> checking those out because i love reading them every time
1: <laughs> thank you <laughs>
0: um thank john and maverick also as always mm-hmm. for as being always. here thank you and uh we'll see you next time on another episode of unlimited Works. thank you